Welcome everybody to Living Life Together, a podcast for women in their 20s to grow through what they go through. We are your co-hosts, Jess and Susan, and we're here to have juicy conversations to help you feel inspired, get clarity, and gain inner stability. Join us to explore this journey together. Welcome everybody. This is Susan and Jess, and we're back with Living Life Together. Um, Today on episode number eight, we are going to talk about juicing up your romantic relationship. We, We got some feedback from our listeners that they wanted to hear more about romantic relationships. And there's so many places we can go with that. But Jess and I literally just spontaneously decided to ask each other the question. So we haven't really thought about this, but we're going off the top of our head, truly, truly spontaneous in the moment here of what, and so Jess, I'm going to start asking you and then I'll answer it. What has made your relationship juicy? Like what are some of the pieces that you want to share with our listeners about your experience in making your relationship juicy. Mm, I love this, Susan. Thanks for introducing that. And it is very spontaneous. I'm excited about where this conversation is going to go. And for me, I love this question because it just immediately excites me about what has made my relationship really juicy. And the first piece that came that I want to touch on is radical honesty. So For me, this is huge in my relationship that I'm in now, which I'm really happy in and really fulfilled in, in, in the relationship and with myself. And for me, I'm in my early twenties. And so this is the first relationship I've been in, in my life where I've felt connected to myself and connected to the other in a way that felt deeply, radically honest. And so that was and, kind of like and a- Jess, I'm going to interrupt a second. Do you think it's okay yeah. to share names of who we're talking about here? Yeah, for sure. I want the whole world oh. to know. Okay. <laughs> Just because then, I don't know, there's something like beautiful about that. Thank you for bringing that up, Susan. Yeah. Okay. So my, my partner that I'm going to be uh, uh, talking about today, his name is Yoshi or Yoshiko, but Yoshi for short. Um, and And for me in our relationship, what's made it really juicy is right from the beginning, him and I started off our relationship as friends with absolutely no intentions whatsoever. Um, And I had previously before him and I entered into a relationship, I had really gone through a reckoning with myself coming out of a previous serious relationship where I hadn't been honest to myself in the relationship. I had, I had quite often, uh, changed what I wanted, maybe kept it secret, maybe been like, Oh, this person won't react well to this. So I'm going to shift it slightly and never, never in like a, in like a dishonest way, but all these small little compressings of myself, let's say. And, and so before Yashi and I even got into a relationship, I had really, really found honesty within myself and I had really made a commitment to myself that I want to take the time to really listen in and allow when I was feeling confused or muddled or 
or any big emotions to really be with it. And I had not often allowed myself to be with it, let alone express it. And, and so before I'd even gotten to the relationship, I was already in this place of, I am going to be radically honest with myself and where I'm at. Like, if I can't do something, I'm not going to do it. If this is making me really angry, I'm going to be able to look at the anger, like all of these pieces. If I want this, I'm going to say it. And so, and so all these pieces I had kind of practicing, uh, in my life and, and him and I, it's been huge because it was, it's funny. I want to share this because I, I, I kind of laugh looking back at myself in this. Um, but I almost got to a stage with this process in myself where I was like, oh, sweet. Like I got this down. Like I can be totally honest. Like this is great. It's such, it's so easy. And then, <laughs> and then I entered into a relationship and it got a lot harder. I suddenly was like, ah, okay, I was practicing and I feel comfortable and good and being honest with myself. And now I'm up against with this person who I'm intimate with and I really care about what they think, how they feel. And it suddenly, like I started noticing those patterns again of shifting into old ways of relating that I don't feel aligned with anymore and I don't want to be in. And so this is where the radical honesty piece comes in that's made mine and Yashi's relationship so juicy is right from the get-go, him and I, would would do what we call micro truths so it's even if like oh like you like when when you express that I felt a twinge in my chest and I had this thought of like of jealousy going through my brain or oh when this was happening this is my body reaction and so him and I really practiced being completely honest with each other about what was going on for both of us even in a minute scale and so for this it's made our relationship so fulfilling because I've I've felt constantly well not constantly I shouldn't say that there's no absolutes there's been ups and downs but I've I've always been able to come back to this piece of I'm gonna be real in my deepest truth in this moment and I'm gonna remain that to myself because I owe that to myself and I owe it to this person who I'm in this relationship with and cool yeah oh there's so, so just <laughs> yeah so there is so much there can I just highlight a few things that you said yes you know you use the word practicing and I think that's an important word here mm. um if we're expecting things to just like happen immediately right off the bat I think we're going to be disappointed so beautiful how you use the word you know you're practicing radical honesty and in that you also mentioned um, that first you were doing that in yourself and then you also mentioned um, you know that wow then when I got into this relationship with Yashi it was a little bit harder which makes sense right easy easy on our own in our own little world and then oh suddenly um but that I what I heard too was part of it was around listening to yourself expressing yourself speaking your truth you know you mentioned this idea of micro truths being really honest and so needing to do that within yourself first and then from there bring that into your relationship and continue it on a whole nother level with him is that is that accurate is that even in the ball field yes that is that is home run <laughs> oh, oh wow cool 
and I, yeah. and so I'm curious. So that's one big piece around um, that's helped you make your keep and make your relationship with Yashi juicy. Is there any other, is there, I don't know, one or two other ideas you want to throw out there for people? Yeah, for sure. So a big one for me that's made my relationship really juicy is, well, two, two words are coming up right now. Again, this is kind of spontaneous. So, and maybe I'll, these are the two other things, but one is space. Nice. So a big piece for me that's made this relationship really juicy is having my own space. And, and I was in a pattern previously before my relationship with Yashi where I wouldn't really give myself that much space or give the other person that much space. And I would expect that person to fulfill something that they couldn't fulfill which is me taking care of myself and nurturing myself. Mm. And so another thing that's made money Yashi's relationship really juicy is, is like I and him, and him, we both practice when, cause that, you're right, Susan, that is a great word. We practice it. We practice taking space and, and we, we practice being like, okay, now this night and him and I don't live together. We actually started living together and now we don't. And, um, it's great. And I'm sure we're going to live together again at some point, but, but a big piece for me was like, I want to experience this relationship, not living together. I want to be able to have my own space in, in a physical way, rather than just going uh, for a walk or into the woods or having an afternoon by myself. And this has brought a lot of juice to our relationship because it allows me again to reconnect with myself and listen deeply and ask myself what I need and what nourishment is, is needed there. And even just some time to be with myself. And I love being with myself. I love Yashi, but I love being with myself and then able to share that space with him. Um, cool. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. And so that is, would be another one was space and asking for space. Actually a funny, one funny thing I want to say on that is him and I just did a month long road trip together. And that's, day in day out we haven't been together for every single day for 30 days straight yet in our relationship and at like day 26 I was like okay I need I, I need that space like now it's like knocking on the door <laughs> and so him and I had this really good conversation and then and then we ended up just going for different walks around Victoria because we were in Victoria at the time and I like went through a walk in the park and he went somewhere else and it was great and it was just again that the little time of okay now I need my space and now I feel like I can come back together and be fully in um so that's another piece and then the last one I want to mention kind of ties into both space and radically being radically honest but it's also stating deeply what you want and so it's the first time in a relationship where him and I have both practiced stating what we want, even if it's opposing to what the other person is sharing and not coming from a place of, this is what I want. I'm going to get it. Come from a place of, this is what my heart feels and says and wants. And now what does yours feel and say and want? And how can we, how can we work through this together in the relationship that we're in? And that this has been huge. Like there's so much to say around that, but just so huge to actually admit it to each other and then be able to sit in it and 
practice trying to understand each other and hear each other and meet each other in the ways that we can and stay stating both of our deep wants so i'd say those were the what's made our relationship really really juicy among so many other things but if i was to highlight some those would be the ones well and and maybe we'll continue this in another episode who knows True. (laughs) those are three thank you jess those are three really juicy pieces the practicing radical honesty taking space allowing space for yourself um and then stating what you want and it you know it's interesting to me because to me those when i hear all three of those they flow together like especially the the last two of taking space if we don't ever have space and time alone, I think it's a lot harder to actually listen to what we really, really want, right? Mm. Um, yeah, so it makes those just, to me, those flow really beautifully together and, and they make lots of sense. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, Go and this it. is well, I was just gonna say this is part of the fun too of of doing this dance with you, Jess. Is I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'd known that in my early 20s, like you knew, how cool is that? It's just so inspiring. And um yeah, wow, brilliant, mm. really brilliant. And well, I, I and I I want to highlight one other thing you said. Um, it's a little off topic, but I think it's important. You, when you first started talking, you spoke about previous relationships. And the reason I want to bring that up is because from every relationship we're in, we can learn something. And you learned stuff from previous relationships. So even though they didn't last, that's not the point necessarily. I'm not saying like that you don't want this to last. I don't mean it like that. But I love how you're you really learned from some of those and from what you learned, you went deeper in listening to yourself and then brought that into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to highlight that because I think it's an important an important part, important point. Yeah, yeah, thank you for highlighting that. And that is so true. <laughs> I'm gonna say something kind of, actually I was about to say cheesy, but I'm not ashamed of it whatsoever. There's an Ariana Grande song called thank you next and i love it and the whole song is about her going through all of her previous relationships and and saying what she learned from them and thanking them and then moving on which is thank you next (laughs) and and again like you're saying it doesn't mean that it doesn't have to last or it has to last it's just the appreciation that in each relationship there's a gift and lessons and learnings and and I'm so grateful to each and every relationship I've had and each person that I've, I've grown with because I really have grown with each person I've been with. So cool. mm-hmm. thanks for those, uh, those highlighting pieces, Susan. And now I'm really curious to hear what has made your relationship really juicy. Well, everything you said, <laughs> but I won't, I won't, I won't cheat and uh, let myself get away with that. But certainly everything you said, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. The other thing, um, what just off the top of my head that comes to me is my happiness, my job. Mm -hmm. So I think that 
pretty much everyone I know has grown up with a lot of cultural conditioning in the media, particularly watch any, any Disney movie, <laughs> pretty much, or lots of other movies, thinking that, ah, oh, if only I find the right person, then I'm gonna be happy. And so one of the things that I've learned, and I'm not saying like, obviously, you know, with Steve, who I've, we're, we've been together, you know what, it'll be 30 years next month in October that, that we started dating, 30 years. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, yeah, like, I think I had some ideas that, um, that, you know, whoever I'm with, like, they're going to make me happy, which good luck with that. <laughs> so, so I think it took me a little while to realize, um, and, and being willing to have some difficult conversations that, um, this, this idea, one of the ways I talk about it is ownership that I'm, I need to own my own states of mind, my moods, my happiness, my, um, whatever you want to call it, that it's, that that's my job. It's not Steve's job. It doesn't mean that I don't, you know, get happiness from great times that we have together, deep conversation. Absolutely. But it's not his job to make me happy. And um, that's knowing that is huge because there's times still when you know, I just want to like clock them in the head about something that's come up. And thankfully I don't do that. So <laughs> kudos to me on that one, even though I so feel like it sometimes, but I, I have gotten better at catching myself like, oh, you're really looking to him to make you happy. And um, yeah, so that's a big one, I would say. Um, and what that, what happens with that is when I when I take ownership for my own emotional state, then um, what I then I have responsibility to shift that within myself. When I don't, what happens is I blame him. Like I'm, you know, something's not happening the way I want it to, and I'm pissed, and it's your fault. Like I was the queen of that early on in our relationship, and I had a counselor call me on it. She's like, "Wow, so when you get upset." you really blamed Steve. And I was like, oh, it was one of these like, okay, take knife, stick it into my heart because she was right. And I knew she was right. And, and of course he was sitting there, bless him. He didn't smile or like pump his fist, like, yes, or anything like that. But um, I just remember not knowing that about myself until this counselor saw it and pointed out my little pattern was things are not okay. Uh, or, you know, like something's upsetting me and it's your fault. So it, it's taken me years. And I wish I could say just that. And I never blame Steve for any, well, that's not true, but I catch myself a lot sooner. And I remind myself, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> my happiness, my job. Um, and to take, to take ownership feels a lot better in the long run than to blame him. Mm. That's one piece. Um, you know, another piece, which honestly was one of my main parenting strategies as well. 
I think that um, any relationship, and, and I just want to say too, not everyone who's listening to this is in a romantic relationship. And I think you can take pieces from this to any relationship. So just maybe we should have said that in the beginning, but whatever. Um, is catching and amplifying, here's two things I want to say, and they're the same thing, different ways. Catching him doing things really well or amplifying what I love about him. Because I think it's so easy, you know, any of us that have grown up with criticism or like Steve and I grew up in, in religions where there was a lot of judgment and a lot of like fear and kind of criticism, like you had to be on your best behavior or, or else. And, um, you know, good intentioned, but I, I just think that it's super common for humans to criticize ourselves and then hence from there, criticize other people. And so catching things that I really appreciate about him and just highlighting the hell out of him, like, oh, I just love it when you bada 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 ba. Or, you know, that's so great that you da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Or, you know what I noticed? Like, you are so good at blah, 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 blah. And so I think this piece of, um, and, and this piece of building each other up, this piece of, of it, it, that is, that is such a game changer. Because um, it's just a lot easier to do the opposite. And, and I would say, similar to what you said, Jess, on your first point about radical honesty, you, you know, kind of what you started with was it began within you. You realized before you even got in the relationship with Yashi that you wanted to be more honest within yourself. I would say that's true for, well, probably anything we're talking about. But for this one, I, I, the more I do that with myself, the more I'm like, wow, Susan, brilliant. You look what you did. And I don't mean it in an arrogant way. I mean it in a truly genuine, like loving myself way. Um, and even loving myself through things that I haven't, that I feel like crap about, like times when I've done something where I'm gutted and love, but, but really choosing to love myself through it instead of beat myself up through it. The more I can do that within myself, then the more I can offer that to Steve or anyone else, obviously in my life. Um, so that's another, that's another, I think something that makes my relationship with myself juicier and, and then with him. And then, the, the, you know, I got to say like the other really big thing there. Yeah. Wow. There we could go. Oh, there's so many pieces, but the other really big thing is like a sense of humor. I just think that is, that is so essential. It's something lots of people say for a really good reason keeping a sense of humor in, in our relationship makes a huge difference because it's so easy to take ourselves so incredibly seriously. And, and so for me, part of that is seeing my thinking, oh, like there's a really crappy thought that then I'm putting, projecting onto him. <laughs> and, you know, and so sometimes, um, just that sense of humor is, is huge. It's like, you know, catching myself and more like, you know, making fun of myself in a loving way, not a negative way, but like, 
wow, I was getting a little serious there, wasn't I? You know, and let's do that again. Take two. I mean, we do that sometimes. I'll be like, okay, hold on a minute. Pause. Let me, let me, I need a redo on that. Like in sports, you know, they put their thumbs up. I need a redo or like in the movies, you know, take two, take three. Um, I just think a sense of humor makes in taking ourselves a little less seriously makes a huge difference in any relationship we're in. So those are I don't know, just off the top of my head, those are three that come to mind. Mm, thank you so much, Susan. So many pieces in there that I love. And you're absolutely correct. We could go so many places with this. Um, and we're, we're going to highlight these points too in our description as well. But those were incredibly good. And I love that we're ending on a, on a note of humor and play because it is very, very important in all relationships and your romantic relationship and everywhere we can, and in ourselves, I love it. I think a big piece that I'm hearing in both of our shares around juicy relationships is it truly does start within ourselves, each of these pieces. And even when it comes to the humor and the play, it's like you're saying, loving yourself and also being able to call yourself out in a loving way and then go from there. And, and I think those are, yeah. Thank you for cool. sharing those. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, maybe we'll go into more in another episode. We'll I would see. love to. Yeah. There's like so many pieces where I'm like, oh, and then we could go down this route, but we can definitely save that and put it on another episode. Um, so to all you listeners out there, if you liked this, this episode around relationships and making them juicier you can click on the follow on our podcast page and if you really liked it you can turn on notifications and you can get them hot when they drop which is on mondays around 7 a.m thank you for hopping on everybody thanks everybody take good care of each other we'll see you again for episode nine coming up take good care